1: Find other great podcasts, like this one, at PodMoth.network. Welcome to the Ugly Radio on the PodMoth Network, a lo-fi sci-fi audio theatre anthology series made for late nights and strong drinks. Join us monthly as we broadcast a pirate signal across time and space. Featuring stories, songs, and frequencies from a rotating list of voice actors, writers, storytellers, and musicians. If you're looking for high-quality science fiction, skin-crawling horror, and other genre fiction, listen to The Ugly Radio on the Pod Moth Network, now available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The Ugly Radio. See you in the void.
0: Hey, Twisted Listeners, I'm Cindy. And I'm Beba. And this is Twisted Listeners, a podcast about murder. And lists. And we're brought to you by the Moth Podcasting Network. They are amazing. They have lots of really great podcasts. Check them all out. Yeah. And uh, this week is a new week. It's a new day. Everything's (laughs) fresh and new. Um, Also fucking early in the morning.
1: I know. I'm like fresh and new. I'm so tired.
0: Yeah, I don't feel <laughs> fresh. I've got like makeup under my eyes because I wore makeup mm. last night and I don't take it off before I go to sleep. I just let my pillow remove it. So mm. It's a solid like
1: Those little wipes. That's the best stuff.
0: God, dude, I've done this my whole life. I, my skin <laughs> actually gets less irritated if I just wipe it off with my pillow. If I try to use like makeup remover, my skin's <laughs> like, hey, fuck you. Here's a zit. I'm like,
1: cool, cool, cool. So weird. So. You should try have ones for like sensitive skin, you know.
0: I tried it all. I washed my face with water. That's it. Only
1: the pillow system works. pillow system works for me.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. I'm an adult. Um. Anyway, so this is a new week and we are doing uh, stolen identity murders, which I yes. was like, this is going to be great, but I had no idea how fucking great this was going to be. Like, Yeah, like
1: it's not a voluminous list of uh, people who were killed for identity theft reasons, but each of them is like Insane. I actually had a really hard time choosing, and I kept flip flopping between cases because they're also bananas.
0: Yeah, I changed mine a couple times too. But the one that I'm doing today was like a hundred percent always going to happen because it's so fucking good. And yeah, what's really nice about this new format where we're doing less cases is that we can do these lists, and it works because we don't have to find ten. Yeah, yeah, more more niche things. Exactly. Although there were almost ten on this list. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I apologize if you guys hear a plane in the background I just talked through that one um, (laughs) because I hate having to stop every 10 seconds so anyway uh, if anybody doesn't know I have a tiki room in my house it's like a covered patio and it's where I record because it's the quietest room in the house in terms of like my family and I have internet but I also live near an airport so like every like 10 minutes we have to stop and let a plane go over so it's real fun. Yes
1: it's Um, also the swankiest room in your house. It really is. very cool
0: decor. I love this room. It's great. And the chair that I podcast in is very comfortable. So anyway, should we just get into the cases? Yeah. All right. Oh, hold on. Wait, hold on. I forgot. I just posted our second Patreon episode on Charles Ng and Leonard Lake. Thank you, Diva, for doing Mm -hmm. uh, all the research on that. So that's up. If you guys would like to join us on Patreon, it's patreon.com backslash twistedlisters. We have not done a TikTok in weeks, but we're still getting likes, follows, and watches over the last one I did. So come join us yeah. there, It's just at twistedlisters. Um, if you would like to join us on Instagram, you can do that at Precast. And if you'd like to send us an email, you can do that at
1: twistedlisterspod at gmail.com.
0: And if you'd like to check out our website, which there's not much doing, but now that we have a little more time, I might add some more shit to it. You can do that yeah. at
1: com. Woo! Yeah, right. we should add, like, a Twisted Listers The Game or something. Like, oh, my God. Can, we, so can someone write code for us for our video game? Well, I was thinking,
0: they so on TikTok, they do this pass or smash game mm.
2: for, like, celebrities
0: or food or whatever. We need to do it with, like, not serial killers, but, like, people <laughs> involved in true crime.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or... If-
1: People could also do, like, voting, maybe on, like, different lists they like or submit ooh, a list ooh, or something. Yeah, we should do that.
0: We can start that with our patrons. There's another Benny
1: to uh, joining us there. Ooh. But, yeah, we
0: should put it on the website for sure. Let yeah. me figure out how to write code real quick and then we'll do that. <laughs> I do have remedial coding experience, but, like, nothing major.
1: I just um, was staying with some friends uh, the other day and one of them literally made a video game, like, wrote all the code and stuff. That's so rad. looking at it like, I don't – my brain couldn't do any of this, like –
0: once you get the language down, it's it's easy, right. but it's, it's it's that's what it is. You have to the learn a language. language, yeah. yeah. And it's gnarly. So, um, anyway, let's talk about people who stole identities and murdered people.
1: Okay, do I go uh, first? Because you, you picked do. this. Okay.
0: Yes.
1: All right. All right. So this one again. This is a hot race of so which ones I was going to pick, but <laughs> I traded I traded another one in for this one because it's one it's just it was too wacky not to do. Okay. And I will say as a caveat that the identity theft part of this is one. Uh, course it's like a subplot <laughs> <laughs> that's fair it's like one course and like a five course dinner so if you're like where is the identity theft like, don't worry it'll, it'll come
0: it's there okay yeah. Yeah. good
1: uh, there's a lot of parts here okay okay so this is the story of victoria nasirova
0: oh i'm glad you did this one okay <laughs> Yeah. i looked at this one and i was like i don't think i organizationally yeah, like enough to do this.
1: It's <laughs> I did not realize what I was getting into. There's a lot of parts here. Okay, yeah. So this happened in 2014 in Krasnodar, Russia, and New York and beyond. Woo! Ah, uh, we're gonna start with Alla Aleksenko. She's 54, and she is from Krasnodar, okay. where she had raised two kids, uh, including her daughter Nadia, as a single mom. um mm. She often worked four to five jobs, just like desperately trying to provide you know for her kids and make them comfortable you know how it goes (laughs) yeah oh yeah just really especially single mom that's really brutal yeah it sucks so her daughter nadia eventually goes to the u.s um gets married and works and whatnot whatnot um but they stay in super close touch uh she talks to her mom every single day nadia does that's sweet yeah also
0: has to be hard with the time difference
1: yeah, I'm sure there's weird hours yeah. involved there. I talk to Dutch people a lot, and it sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's really early, difficult. early for me. Yeah. So Nadia uh, begins hearing from her mom about her new neighbor, Victoria.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and Victoria seems to be making like weirdly fast best friends with her mom. She's like, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Victoria had told Alla that she was going to visit New York, and she would bring her daughter Nadia some gifts specifically that she had for her like you know set aside and she had Mm -hmm. bought her daughter a mink coat and she also had saved up about six thousand dollars in cash so some nice ass gifts
0: yeah also just send it through the bank you don't need to physically send six thousand dollars just like general rule like i don't
1: i don't know that
0: feels weird
1: yeah it does maybe she doesn't want to pay like a fee i don't know it's russia too who knows what their policy yeah yeah especially with the
0: u.s it's probably very contentious so that's fair okay
1: So Victoria takes the gifts, saying, I'll deliver them to her, but then doesn't go on that New York trip at all. Oh, that's convenient. Mm -hmm. And Alice starts getting a little anxious and fearful about this. She tells her daughter, like, I'm kind of anxious. Like, I hope she returns them soon, right?
2: Yeah. It's
1: a little awkward. And pretty much right after that conversation, Nadia can't get a hold of her mom. Uh
2: Uh-oh. Calls
1: her a billion times. Yeah. Uh, Nadia then calls Victoria and says what the fuck like where where the fuck's my
2: mom yeah correct
1: yeah and she says oh i visited with her and i left she was fine um also uh surprise i think she went on a trip with a friend so she probably turned her phone off and just isn't talking to you and
2: that is
1: like no (laughs) that's not a thing yeah not is able to access her mom's phone log and sees that the last uh, person she called was Victoria, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and she's just like, no, this doesn't feel right. So she flies out to Russia, takes a minute, of course, right. um, and then she confronts Victoria, essentially. Like, and she actually tries to flee from her, like running away. Like, oh.
0: like Victoria actually tries yeah. to physically run away,
1: physically run away from Nadia.
0: Wow. Okay,
1: Nadia called the police, and they did take Victoria in for questioning. Uh, when Nadia enters her mother's apartment she's very suspicious of how clean it is like it's wiped down yeah that's not good and like super super clean and yeah she's like you know you know the cleanliness of your friends and family you know you know when things are off yeah
0: yeah and somebody who like works multiple jobs even if she's not doing (laughs) that anymore like she's not also gonna have like an immaculate house that's just not Possible. People should
1: definitely be suspicious if my kitchen is perfectly clean, you know?
0: Um, oh, yeah. If my house doesn't have, like, a little layer on it, like, I'm yeah. dead. Like Someone <laughs> murdered me. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So, kitchen's really clean. Oh, and it's also been looted, the apartment. Uh, that's the word Nadia uses. All of her mom's family heirlooms and jewelry are gone. Mm. And the $50,000 in secret cash uh, savings that her mom had was also gone and just apparently Allah likes the secret cash
0: yeah that's a weird that's a weird thing and it's like just listen I under I don't trust the banks either but like don't yeah. don't tell anybody that you have don't it don't tell anybody especially for sure. if it's yeah. like actually in your home like don't yeah don't,
1: don't tell do anyone that. about that no but unfortunately Nadia says Victoria did know about that stuff she, okay. thinks she did no. um she gets a text oh but this is a little out of order but the night, like the night her mom disappeared, she had gotten a text that said, Sweetie, don't worry about me. I'll notify you where I am soon, about where I am soon enough.
0: Okay. So, was that like after she talked to Victoria? Suddenly her mom's like texting mm-hmm. her not to worry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just no, wanted no, no, to no, no. repeat
1: that because I like the wording. I will notify you of my location. Like, it's like, yeah. So
0: bad. It's like, dude, come on. Like, I'm not even is,
1: faking it well.
0: This is so like brazen. It's, insane. yeah. It's, insane. yeah.
1: And the Russian police did interview Victoria, but they basically believe her story and they send her on her way.
0: Master manipulator.
1: hmm And uh, yeah, like they don't really do much of investigation. So Nadia starts one kind of herself um, girl. On, on her own. True crime sleuth style. Hell oh, yeah. Uh, she hunts. She's actually really fucking good at it too. Um, she finds a traffic speeding camera that captured a, like, I guess they take photos. You yeah. Kind of like we have some of those at Stoplight's. Um, but there's more of them in Russia. So she tracks down one that captured her mom in the passenger seat of uh, Victoria's car as Victoria's driving. And this timestamp of this photo matches, like, almost exactly when, or close to when she got that stupid text.
0: Okay.
1: And the photo, by the way, shows Ala clearly dead in the oh, passenger seat. I was
0: going to say, I yeah. was going to ask, yeah, like, was she, like, alive but fearful, or was she so she's- and it's
1: it's like, I forget how long, but they said that she drove around with her body in the passenger seat for hours.
0: Oh,
2: fuck.
1: Yeah. And the picture is like pretty blurry and hard to make out. But once you like realize what you're seeing and like, mm-hmm. you know, for- like it's really disturbing. You can't
0: unsee it.
1: Yeah, it's it's gross. So she brings this camera um, shot to investigators who, to her surprise, have been investigating somewhat. And they already had that photo. They tell her oh. that Victoria also failed a polygraph test miserably, flunked it. Okay, so she thought... So they were just being like hush-hush about it, but they were actually yeah. investigating. They did something, yeah. Wow, okay. It was slow, to get, slow to get started. Um, mm-hmm. But they believed her like right away initially, and then maybe they kind of like, you know, percolated. Yeah. So they let her out uh, while they awaited the results of the polygraph test. So she wasn't like detained or anything. They were just right. investigating.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Victoria it catches a flight to New York. Of course. Of course
0: she does. She's gone. She's gone. Great.
1: Great. Later on, again, too late, uh, Russian police do issue a warrant for her arrest. Nadia stays in Russia for a while to keep working on the case. Um, Eventually, Nadia is super pissed uh, when she finds out that Probably part of the reason Victoria escaped uh, is because she was sleeping with one of the cops working on the case. Oh
0: no! Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god, that's so bad.
1: Yeah, and they find out that he was actively trying to hinder, like the stall case. The, the case on her behalf, and what he a, was oof. he was fired. So that's good.
0: <laughs> wow. So it's different. I was like, it sounds really like America, except they actually fired him. So that's he was the actually difference. fired. Yeah. Wow.
1: At least something happened there. Take note. So she kind of pivots uh she' like she can't trust the local police and gets help right. from like the Russian equivalent of their FBI out there
2: mm-hmm.
1: April twenty fifteen so like you know I think this is like a year after this happens a, a long time after uh right. Nadia is told that in a rural area three hours from where her mom lived, authorities found charred remains Aww. and this is really gruesome so trigger warning she's brought in to um identify what are basically she described as like teeth and bones
2: oh god like
1: hardly anything left um and apparently they're they are identified as belonging to her mother alla um they believe essentially victoria kidnapped her and then killed her in some way they don't know how and then Mm -hmm. burned her body and drove it out to another location for that you know right
0: it's always hard when they like burn the body it makes it yeah. really really difficult to brutal. know how they were killed like
1: it's brutal yeah, yeah. and also like or identify
0: them even
2: yeah yeah and it's
1: so disturbing also to have like nothing left of you know persons
2: right um, yeah 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 Oof.
1: so uh nadia goes back to new york eventually where she is literally little miss amateur sleuth and hunt with the help of a private investigator they both hunt down victoria basically well it's
0: crazy that victoria would escape to where nadia lives yes like
1: yeah not the that smartest is like yeah. i don't know yeah and uh very good point and also a small spoiler alert is coming up right now but she doesn't just escape to new york she escapes to sheep's head bay a very specific neighborhood.
0: <laughs> wow is that like super posh it sounds posh
1: it's I don't know. Everything is posh in Brooklyn now. but um, Yeah, that's true. It's it's the Russian neighborhood, essentially. It's oh, like a de- okay. high density of Russians. Yeah. and So that's exactly where she goes. And again, it's where Nadia lives. So it's very strange. Yeah. Um, everything about Victoria is brazen as fuck. I was like just this- going
0: to say, that's another brazen, because mm-hmm. she you know, like, she needs to be near Russian people, so she just thinks she's going to be fine, you know. Yeah. It doesn't matter, like if she runs into fucking Nadia at CVS, you know,
1: <laughs> like, yeah, like that, like she doesn't care. Yeah,
2: it's ridiculous.
1: Um, so they find Victoria living under a fake Russian name. Uh, she seems like she's just having a great time posting all over social media, not being, you know, she, other than using a fake name, she's not being like, you know, hidden. Um, right. She was wearing furs and diamonds. She's taking a vacation in Mexico, taking tons of selfies. Jesus. <laughs> and, there's one selfie in particular. This is a photo I'll use for the Instagram so you can see. She's wearing those so, super, super reflective sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And the whole image of the interior of her car is reflected back.
2: Whoa.
1: Um, like like a photo of it, basically. Yeah. The sunglasses. And so Nadia's like, sweet (laughs) there's
0: your car
1: (laughs) yeah and from that photo she determines what kind of car it is
0: nice oh she's so smart
1: she's she's really smart she goes down to things like the stitching in the upholstery like of the seat like she's very precise about this shit Mm -hmm. um and they find the exact type of car and they basically run uh through you know where are all those cars in this area with russian lady names you know and just finds her Mm mm-hmm so they find her, you know, like I said, in the neighborhood where Nadia fucking lives. She's like, wow, and she was like
0: my next door neighbor. What the fuck?
1: No, no. She said that she lived blocks away. That's insane. Blocks That's away. That's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They find where she lives through another. She took another selfie like in front of where she lives. So they were like, okay, here's that. Um, and they also find her uh, boyfriend. She's, you know, they figure everything she's been up to. Wow. Um, you may ask what else has been has Victoria been up to in Brooklyn besides posting selfies and having a great time? Uh, yeah. Which, I imagine
0: way, it's not like good shit, but what, what were you saying?
1: No, I was going to say, by the way, taking a ton of selfies is really cool to do when you're a fugitive wanted by Interpol.
0: Yeah. She's brilliant. On top of all else, she's really uh, fucking smart, like, but who knows what else she's done. I'm excited to hear,
1: but it seems like she's someone who can't stop social media like at yeah. all costs. Like she yeah. cannot stop this is my life she's very vain yeah
0: yeah i mean that's what narcissists do they manipulate they think they're Mm -hmm. smarter than everybody they think they're gonna get away with it even when they're being
1: very stupid yes yeah 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 Yeah. okay so what else has victoria been doing here's our little side plots here so victoria was working as a dominatrix oh was she young
0: She was like 44. I mean, I don't want to be ageist. I just imagined she was a bit older. So that was interesting. Yeah, she is. Okay. Okay.
1: I mean, there's a market for this, clearly.
0: Excuse me, Rory is 44. (laughs) It's not that old. (laughs) (laughs) old. Anyway, go
1: on. So she's working as a dominatrix, uh, kind of doing a BDSM uh, sex work thing. Mm -hmm. Um, She was also, however, drugging her clients and giving them essentially roofies. Oh, my God. Which kind of a date rape drug. Yeah. Um, and then when they were out unconscious, she would rob them of, you know, watches, money, stuff, whatever, cards. This is what she's doing. Investigators think she did this dozens of times. And many men did not go to the police because of the potentially, you know, circumstances seen as embarrassing to them.
0: Right. I mean, it's a good plan. It's a fucking terrible, <laughs>
1: shitty plan. But, like, in terms of, like, your
0: victims and how you do yeah. it, like, it's a great way to not get caught.
1: Yeah, that's what she's doing. And one man she went on a date with, um, a romantic date, I don't think as a client, Mm -hmm. Ruben Borikov said he ate a bite of the dinner that Victoria made him and he was out, knocked out. Wow. Instantly. And Victoria took cash and his credit cards and actually went immediately on a shopping spree. She also went to his house and broke into his safe, taking money and a watch that he had there. What I want to know is like, where was
0: he that he could pass out where other people didn't see him? That wasn't his house. Like, was she having him at her house? Yeah, I,
1: I got the impression she was having him over at her again, house again. That's a so fucking brazen. Like, it's yeah. insane. But she literally leaves him there, passed out. Here's her checklist. Here's like to her do list for the day: shopping spree, break into his safe at home. Then she goes to his work and empties out a cash register. Holy <laughs> at shit. His work. And Ruben was actually so um, messed up from whatever drug she gave him that he had to be in the hospital for a week and he literally almost died.
0: Holy. F- I was going to say, dude, what so did whatever it was, give was him? A
1: heavy ass dose. Yeah,
0: yeah. One bite being that out. Like, yeah. He could have killed yeah. him easily.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Fuck, dude. Um, she'd also gotten arrested uh, in New York for stealing five hundred thirty two dollars worth of furs. Ooh. And weirdly, when she's arrested, nothing came up of like, oh, she's wanted by Interpol like nothing that um, well was happened? she using
0: was she using a fake name? Is that why?
1: I thought maybe why yeah, I'm okay, sure.
0: okay, that makes sense
1: but like you think with like fingerprints or I don't know something something like right you would um, think so uh, this will piss you off as if we didn't dislike this lady enough. She yeah. also poisoned and killed one of her boyfriend's dogs, nope nope fuck yeah, her I won't why get would you the, do that fucked up yeah right before his birthday too to kind of time it Man. and fucking dickhead and apparently she did this because he was she was jealous of the attention that her boyfriend gave to the dog
0: yeah okay this woman is like like a fucking diehard narcissist like yes, there's something very yes, wrong with her i think so
1: Jesus. yeah and like all of the neighbors like and everyone pretty much like that are interviewed of this boyfriend are like fuck her essentially you know like for killing the dog like yeah i won't get into into the details of it because it's really sad yeah Um, don't
0: do it don't do it i can't believe you read them i mean it's the dog it's not the cat so
1: yeah that's true i wouldn't have done the story at all if it was a cat um (laughs) to be frank i know Um, that's true but i had to include it just to say that that's how much of a fucking horrible person she is right right takes it to another level fucking Um, a so, in New York, I mean, she already killed a sweet old mom. So, there's that. I know,
0: but we all know it's different with animals. We don't know we why. Do. We, we don't do. know. We apologize for it, but it's just but what it is. And it
1: just takes it to another level of evil. you know. It does. All right. So, here's our identity theft uh, little mini episode here. Um, in New, But it's going to be important. Uh, in New York, she meets Olga. I can't say this Russian name. T-S-V-Y-K. Civic. I'm going to say it's like civic. Okay, Um, sure. Olga Civic, who does her eyelashes for her. She's, to be clear, uh, Olga's like, I was not her friend. I was just her eyelash lady, you know? Okay, everybody needs a good eyelash lady. mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what people do. They have, like, to get those super long. Yeah, it's
0: like a semi-permanent eyelash. So they have them, like, put them on, and they're there for, like, a couple of months
2: or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, and I think she also made a point to say that it was weird that uh, she was using her services because she actually lived in Queens. And she's like, why are you coming from Brooklyn to Queens? It's a long ass trip. Are
0: we about to find out?
1: Yeah. Why, why would you go out of her way to, you know, right. Pursue this one eyelash lady. So Mm -hmm. she makes an appointment um, for eyelashes with Olga in her home. And when she shows up, she brings Olga a whole cheesecake. And please have some now. <laughs> yeah. Do I eat this right now? <laughs> Try a bite. Yeah. This whole ass cheesecake is just jam-packed with finazepam <gasps> <Dude. laughs> And um, hardcore tranquilizer. Yes. Olga takes like a few bites of the cheesecake, feels sick, and thankfully pukes it all up. Yay. So, yeah, sometimes puking is a your body doing a good job. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Sometimes you need to.
1: Yes victoria stops by again <laughs> the next day like i think unannounced perhaps mm-hmm. um and brings her a bunch of soup oh come on yeah like ah, oh, hello it's me again you want to eat this soup
0: no the cheesecake i gave you poisoned you have some more food that i made like, yeah
1: but apparently <laughs> she does have some soup you know uh whatever she's found um so who, I mean, she's not assuming that she got sick because of fucking Padiacepam, you know? Right. She's, she's, right, right, she's not right. going to make that connection because that's insane. Right. But still, this is really weird. Yes. Uh, so apparently she did have some soup and she is gone. She, Olga is found by a friend the next day. She's o- in only her underwear, lying on a bed with a bunch of random prescription drugs strewn about her oh, in a come very on. obviously staged suicide. Scene. So she thought that
0: she killed her.
1: Mm-hmm. She
0: thought she thought she killed Olga.
1: No, Olga is conscious.
0: No, but I'm saying, like, if it's a suicide staging, then Victoria right. thought she killed her.
1: Yeah, yeah. oh she my god that's what she was gonna do. Yeah, she okay. was like, look, she killed herself. Uh, here's some pills, goodbye. Yeah. Oh my god. Correct. Uh but Olga thankfully does not die and comes comes to eventually. Olga's body is like pretty fucking hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> like- yeah, exactly. Oh, I she had to be in the hospital, of course, and have like a recovery. But right, um, right. she's not just like boop, 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 you know. Yeah, she didn't hop up and like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's it's brutal, but she's not dead. Good. She had been extensively robbed, however, mm-hmm. um, all of her essential papers and work visas were stolen. Everything <sighs> she had identifying papers. She's also a Russian um, immigrant, right? And she had tons of cash and jewelry and stuff, of course, also stolen. Mm-hmm. And she had tried to kill Olga because. She stole her identity. There it is. (laughs) There it is. There it is. So I know. Sorry, this is like a a sub subplot, but it's it happened. Yeah. The two looked vaguely similar. I don't really think they look that alike, but they just had like dark hair and they're Russian, but it's.
0: I mean, when I was before I was 21, you should have seen like my friend's ID. It was like, we're both white and we're like around the same height and weight and people are like, sure, whatever. Like, it didn't matter. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so easy. yeah it
1: was close enough for victoria apparently yeah um and uh, she basically didn't pull off her plan only because olga lived right um but she was mid-identity stealing she had all her papers she was using her stuff wow dude yeah and she of course as you may have guessed she probably targeted her for this reason because of how she looked yeah didn't become a client and tried to like you know smooth her way into her friendship right so, and this is what ends up getting her caught, this identity theft. and, Oh, good. Um, yeah, attempted murder, essentially. Mm-hmm. Very, almost <laughs> almost murder of Olga. So in 2017, she was finally tracked down and arrested and charged with 10 counts, uh, felony counts, including attempted murder, burglary, and assault, all just related to Olga.
0: Just for Olga. Okay. Yes,
1: yes. So I haven't even gotten to <laughs> all yet yeah she faces 25 years for this and to my knowledge she remains at rikers island still
0: like right now okay good yep
1: yeah i think it's still i don't know because of covid or something yeah there's still pending as of august 2021 she was appearing in a this last most recent news story i saw with her um she was appearing in a hearing requesting a private attorney rather than a court appointed one which kind of tells me they're still going through bullshit pre-hearers right like not even there yet yeah but she's fighting it of course you know of course uh, yeah um and there's actually no extradition policy from the u.s to russia yeah but after she serves time she may or may not be charged with Alice's murder back in krasnodar but russian Mm -hmm. officials have come out and said that they would like like to like they they had those charges right um so it's definitely possible that once she goes through this she could get charged in russia
0: I mean, we're trading, like, super gnarly criminals for a fucking basketball player with Russia right now, so anything's
1: possible. It's possible, for sure. Yeah, And uh, she did also a 48 Hours interview on uh, 48 Hours, her favorite show, where she basically, I I can describe it as her gaslighting Peter Van Sant, the interviewer, (laughs) like, (laughs) um, repeatedly. Because Peter Van Sant is, like, basically just listing off shit that happened. Like, so you did this, this, and this, and this, and she's like, no that didn't happen and he's like well, okay <laughs> like, he's like we
0: have you on camera she's like no yeah no no
1: exa- exactly that's
2: basically oh what's happening
1: she's a total narcissist total victim you know she thinks she's like hot shit she thinks she's perfect this is all like conspiracy right like it's just, like it's the most pathetic shit but basically even the most factual things that are like she obviously did that she'll be like
0: no honestly i feel like these cases the people who do the murder and the identity Identity stealing that at least the women like that's how they are they're mm-hmm. super narcissistic, like yes, yes,
1: yeah. and in jail last my last little point here, um in jail, Victoria was actually beaten up by several other inmates shit um well and I at first was like, bullshit, you know she's just, but then they're actually it's on camera, so she's not lying, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> of they course she's not a trustworthy person, um, right, but this did actually happen um it was filmed, and she is takes uh she's actually suing the Department of Corrections um for like she sued them for like millions of dollars. Maybe this was the delay in the trial, actually. I think I found it. Oh yeah. So she claimed that a guard was just standing by and didn't help her. And so she's suing Department of Corrections for that. And she claims that she's now blind essentially from the beating that she got to her face.
2: Hmm. Which
1: maybe she's exaggerating, I don't know, to try to get the lawsuit, but she was in fact beaten up. So who knows?
0: It's weird how like I don't feel bad.
1: Yeah, it's hard. Like, it's not cool,
0: especially, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I don't want to
1: support, I don't want to support. Jailhouse justice. Yeah, I don't want to support people getting allowed to be beaten in prison in general. Even though this lady's an asshole. Like, just on principle, I don't think it's cool. Yeah. It's very scary. But I felt worse about things. Right. But our, yeah. our prisons are disgusting. So yes, they are. And also, the guard, uh the the Department of Corrections claims that in the what the footage does show, and I watched it, so it's true. Just shows a guard who does try to help, but doesn't get and calls for backup, and doesn't get backup for about two minutes. So depending on how you interpret it, it's like he was either out, like you know, outnumbered in people, and
2: yeah,
1: you know, or or he was like standing by. It's like so. It's hard to say. Um, I mean, yeah. I didn't get the full amount she asked for, but she did get settled uh, for three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. So
0: cool! She'll get to spend that at the commissary on (laughs) custom yes.
1: (laughs) lots and lots of cups of noodles for her i mean hey the the snacks seem to be based purely on oranges and new black the snacks seem to be a big deal
0: yeah so she'll be stoked she'll be queen of the snacks she'll be able to use that to manipulate people and be queen of prison
1: i mean she'll use it on lawyer shit actually probably
0: oh probably yeah Yeah,
1: fancy lawyers
0: good for her let her throw her money away
1: so that's victoria she's a wacky lady
0: yeah she is jesus
1: yeah, and of course, Nadia is super relieved that at least she's in prison for something.
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: she she's a dangerous person, like... She's a
0: very fucking dangerous person, obviously. I'm surprised she did kill more
1: people, like...
0: Seriously. And I, all, I, that, I,
2: dr-
1: all that drugging, too. I'm kind of shocked that, like, 25 years is all she's
0: going to get. I feel like they're going to have to try and do better, but we'll see.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, she's 44, so it's not exactly like she's going to be getting out in her prime. Like, I don't think anybody's no. going to, like, be hiring but, uh, her. But there's for...
1: also, like I said, the Russian charges are hanging over her head.
0: Yeah, too, so. for sure. For sure. Oof.
2: All right, are you ready for
1: more uh, crazy ladies? Also, did my yeah. voice
2: just crack? I feel
1: like I don't my know.
0: voice cracked really weird there. Anyway, <laughs> also know. this
1: is a lady-heavy topic as well. It I feel like really ladies, just... ladies out be out there stealing identities. Yeah,
0: <laughs> ladies love to steal identities. All right, this is the story of Carrie Farver. The story takes place in Macedonia, Iowa, as well as Omaha, Nebraska, mm-hmm. and it takes place between 2012. In 2015, with the actual end of the story coming in 2017, but the bulk of it is 2012 to 2015. So right, it's a so long time. Buckling up for a saga here. <laughs> it is definitely a saga. It's super okay. weird, super twisty. So just get ready.
1: Perfect.
0: All right. This uh, story, like I said, starts in October 2012 when Dave Krupa is working as a mechanic at a shop in Omaha. Carrie Farver comes in to get something fixed on her car. There are sparks immediately. Dave is, I believe, 36 or 37, carries 37. So they're like same age and they're just immediately drawn to each other. But Dave's at work. So he's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hit on her. Like, that's not cool to do while I'm working, you know? Uh, About a week later, though, he finds her on a dating site. So he says, hello. He's like, I know you. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, you do. And they don't even really then decide to like hang out. But then about a week after that, she comes back to the auto shop. So, from there, they're like, all right, let's um, let's set up a date. So, Dave had been on dating sites for about a year at this point. He had just got out of a 12-year relationship with a woman named Amy Flora, with whom he had two kids. Seemingly, they split amicably, you know, but they were still obviously involved in each other's lives because they had the kids to think about, you know. Yeah. But since they'd split, he kind of, like, hit the ground running on dating. Like, he really was like, I want to get out there. It's been years. Um, So he was, uh, you know, dating around, having a good time. He wasn't looking for anything serious for obvious reasons, you know? Yeah. So they decide to meet up for a date, he and Carrie. And they go out shortly thereafter. While they're out, Dave gets a text and a few phone calls from somebody, but he kind of, like, ignores them. So they have a great time. Dave was super into Carrie. He's like, she's so smart. She's so kind-hearted. She's fun. Like, she's just really great. So they decide to go back to his house. And when they get there, another woman is already there. Hmm. Yeah. This woman's name is Liz Goliar. And she and Dave had been casually dating for about six months. They'd also met on a dating website. Things were definitely not serious. Um, okay. But I guess she'd left some stuff at his house. And she was like, I really need to come get this tonight. I'm so sorry. You know, I, I have to come by. So she runs into Dave and Carrie. And, but apparently it like wasn't a big deal at all. Like, Okay. Carrie was super cool about it. She's like, don't worry about it. Just I'm going to leave. Like, call me later and, sure. and we'll set up a time to hang out. Right. OK. So Liz leaves like right away. It wasn't like a thing. And Dave calls her, calls Carrie like an hour later and he end is, ends up going to her house. Carrie lives in Macedonia, Iowa. And then Dave lives in Omaha, Nebraska. And Oof. Carrie works in Omaha, Nebraska. And that sounds like a big deal, but it's a 30 mile drive. Oh, OK. So, yeah, it's across state lines, but it's not far right i don't
1: know my midwest geography <laughs> at I, had, all, so. I, had to,
0: I had to map it because i was like how the okay. fuck is this happening like yes. what's going on yeah 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 i was yeah. Like, oh, it's 30 miles so they're adjacent yeah yeah and they're like omaha's a big town but macedonia is like fucking tiny so okay. it's not hard to get in and out of there so dave ends up over at her house and they are getting along so great and she says to him like it's fine like i'm not looking for anything serious right now either So he's just like, you are an angel sent from heaven. Like, you are Mm -hmm. an amazing woman. You want exactly what I want. Like, I'm so fucking stoked. So they start dating and it gets hot and heavy, like, pretty quickly, which is funny because both of them are like, we don't want anything serious. And then, like, all of a sudden they're like, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So even though Dave doesn't want anything serious, like I said, Carrie works, like I said, in Omaha and she has this big project. It's going to be really long hours. And he's like, why don't you just stay at my house for the week so you don't have to drive back and forth? Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, great! I'd love to do that." Sure. So she gathers up some things and she stays at his house. Um, but on like the second, al- oh, also I meant to say, um, she works on IT. She's okay. super smart and, and awesome. She could probably code a video game. Very, very, very
1: cool. Yeah, very smart. Love an, love an IT person. They're Me very too. helpful and they save my life a lot at my job, especially I don't know when what it's I'm a doing because it's never a lady. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. oh, actually, my, one of mine is
0: nice I work. Yeah. So a little backstory on Carrie. She had a son. Um, in, mm-hmm. and in 2012, he was 14 years old. And I think like he lived with her, but her parents lived really
1: close. Okay. Like, where so it's not lived. that hard for him to stay with family if needed. Yeah. Exactly.
0: And so Carrie had had him when she was pretty young. She decided not to stay with his dad. And so she was kind of single-momming it. And things were really good at first. But then her family noticed that she was not herself. She was starting to have like, not just even mood swings, but like, big like personality issues like okay yeah something's going on something's going on so luckily she had a really supportive family who cared about her so they took her to a doctor and she got diagnosed as having bipolar which i don't even think is a thing anymore but back then it was
2: that's what she is right they
0: still call it bipolar i don't know yeah yeah yeah. okay well good because they did back then and they gave her meds and then she was fine okay like so she was told it was like she was herself again it was like whatever sometimes you just need
1: that you just need that cocktail of pills.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so she was doing great. But I think it's great. important to mention. for yeah. Which will come up later. So now we're back where we were. So, And I think like the first or second night. Really early on. After she's been staying at Dave's house for the week. He leaves to work. She leaves to work. And then she texts him. And she says, hey, I think we should move in together. Mm. And Dave's like, listen. This has been great. But we've only been dating for two weeks. I feel like this is really not And a good idea right Fair,
1: yeah give it a second so her response
0: was fine i don't ever want to see you again go away i'm dating somebody else i hate you
2: what (laughs) What? that was
1: a hard right turn
0: super crazy so dave's like okay i guess i really misjudged her he doesn't write her back he's just like yo you're you're wild and i will say like in interviews with dave later on he seems like a really cool guy like it's strange how well adjusted he is like, yeah. so he just ignored her, right? Yeah, he's like, oh, that went no direction I didn't expect. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, well, that sucks because I thought she was amazing, but obviously she's not. So days go by with nothing. And then all of a sudden, like four or five days later, he starts getting like hundreds of calls and texts from Carrie. Sending mm. her things like, fuck you, or sending him things like, fuck you, I hate you, Liz is a fat whore. Wow. Um, talking about, you know, Liz who had stopped by. She Mm -hmm. also called his work like 50 times in one day. And anytime somebody would answer, she'd hang up. And that's what she was doing. Like, she'd call his cell phone. He wouldn't answer. But then if he did, she'd just hang up on him. Right? To just harassing. Just harassing him. Yeah. Yeah. So he almost got fired as a result. But they kind of worked it through. You know, I think that's not fair, obviously. Yeah, no.
1: Someone's being harassed. Like, it's not their fault.
0: Yeah. So he's also started to get a ton of fucking emails from her saying all sorts of terrible shit similar to the text messages and both liz and amy his two exes Mm -hmm. started getting texts and emails more as as well jesus yeah but the focus seemed to be more on liz than amy and that might have been because they met you know right so this went on not for weeks not for months, but for nearly three years.
2: Jesus Christ. Like, Every what did you,
0: day.
1: Call the cops or something? I know they don't well, really care about like harassment. Well, I'll, I'll get there.
0: But yeah, I mean, okay. after this long, you know, um, one time she sent a message while he was home in his apartment saying, I see you with your feet up in your blue shirt. And he had his feet up and was wearing his blue shirt. And he's like, she's right the fuck outside. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, she also threatened, like, to kill Liz. Like, the thing. The, over time, it started to kind of escalate, but she never did anything, you know? Right. Eventually, though, I think she did, like, vandalize his car or Liz's car. She put a brick okay. through his window. Okay, that's getting a little criminal. <laughs> yeah, and at one point, I think he did finally call the cops after he got an email from Carrie in the middle of the night that contained a photo of a dark-haired woman in the trunk of a car. <gasps> And Dave was like, that looks like Liz, but it also kind of looks like a stock photo. So I'm not really sure. Yeah. Carrie And Carrie texted him, like, you're going to call Liz or you're going to text Liz and you're going to break up with her right now. And if you don't do that, I'm going to fucking kill her. And like, mm-hmm. super fucking weird. So Dave's like, I think this is bullshit that I don't know that that's Liz. And he and Liz weren't even, like, boyfriend-girlfriend anymore, you know? So he's Yeah, kind of, like, why weird?
1: Break up with her? Like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, so he did text Liz, like, hey, are you okay? But it was the middle of the night, and she didn't get back to him, so he was like, whatever. Like, you know, he went to bed. The next morning, Liz did text him back, and he was like, oh, Crazy Carrie, which is the nickname they gave her. He's like, yeah, she was just playing games. So as time went on, Dave changed his number, his email address, like, multiple, multiple times. Yeah. Liz did the same, but Carrie always found them. And she was still harassing Amy, but it was to a lesser degree.
2: Okay.
0: For a brief time, Dave and Liz did rekindle their romance, which had kind of ended when he met Carrie. Uh, But this whole thing kind of brought them back together, you know? But even this didn't last. Then, at one point in uh, August 2013, Liz calls 911 to report that her house is on fire.
2: Oh my God. Yes, this has escalated.
0: Okay. Yes, as a result of the fire, four of her pets died.
2: No, and I'm going to leave it at that. It was more boo. dogs. It was Don't more tell dogs. I'm talking about it. You about
0: it. Okay. Right. <laughs> so Awful. before this, Carrie texted Dave and said that she was moving into his apartment complex. Like I'm going to keep an eye on you. And a few weeks later, he did find her her car parked in the apartment complex, and he called police. And the police had it towed. Which you're kind of like, why the fuck would they tow it? It's yeah. not there legally, but we'll get to that. Okay. So the police are investigating this fire and they're like, Hey, there's a gas can like in the middle of your living room. And Liz is like, Yeah, that's mine, but she must have like grabbed it, you know, and like
1: my like, my casual gas can that I can't Yeah. Well she's you like, know.
0: That was in my garage. Like she broke mm-hmm. into my house and like okay put it in the middle of my house. And they're like, Oh yeah, okay. So they they try to get fingerprints, but they don't find anything. And Liz is like, I don't know, dude, this is fucking scary. So she has to move. She has kids. Liz has two kids. She's like, this is fucking (laughs) terrifying. Luckily, like, they were at school when this happened. Yeah. But fucking wild. Awful. Um, And even when they're together, like, Liz and Dave will be together and Carrie will start, like, texting both of them. Like, I see you together. Like, fuck you guys. Like, you know. Gosh, yeah. Dave's getting 60 to 100 of these texts and emails per day. That is a lot of time. (laughs) Yes. Like, commitment. (laughs) Yes, a lot. So, time marches on. And now it's the end of 2015 in early December. And again, Liz calls the police. She calls them from a park where she was, I guess, taking a jog or something. And she tells them, I've just been shot. And they're like, what? So the police arrive and she has a fucking bullet in her leg. What? Yeah. And I should tell you that this is like two weeks after Dave realized his gun, which his mother had bought him for protection from Carrie, had been stolen from his house. Mm Yeah. Yeah. And you have to remember, okay. he gave Carrie a key to his house right? So stay with him.
2: Okay. I don't know
0: if he changed the locks, but it, maybe not. Like, maybe he should have. But he's like, somebody broke into my house and stole my fucking gun. So police arrive on the scene and Liz tells them, I can identify my attacker. And they're like, okay, cool. Who is it? And she says, it was Amy Flora. <gasps> I was expecting Carrie there. Okay. Yeah. So it was not Carrie. It was Amy oh. Flora. Okay. So here's our, here's our like identity theft or whatever. So from here, police don't act immediately. They're waiting to get more evidence because there's nothing at the scene. Um, though the bullet did match the gun missing from Dave's house. And, and it would make sense that like Amy would have a key to his house because they share children, right? So, yeah. you know, while they're compiling evidence, Liz starts getting emails from Amy. All of a sudden, Amy's like, ha ha, bitch, I fucking shot you. Like, fuck you. And they're like, Liz is like, this is fucking insane. So Liz goes to the cops and she's like, here are these emails from her saying she fucking did this. Like, can you please arrest her? Like, what are you doing?
1: Being like, Like, LOL, I shot you. Wasn't that funny? Yeah. And Liz is like,
0: cops, why are you not arresting Amy? Eventually, Amy even emails Liz being like, I murdered Carrie and I burned her body and threw it in the trash. And then when Dave came over, he unknowingly like took her out to the curb to be taken to the dump. Yeah, and she sends, like, tons of these emails. Jesus Christ. Admitting to murder. Admitting to shooting her. Like, obviously, all this shit. So finally, fucking finally, at the very beginning of 2016, police are ready to make their arrest. Okay. And they arrest Liz Goliard. (gasps) Oh! You were holding on to that for a long time. I was. (laughs) <laughs> That's why I didn't say this is the case of Liz Goliar. I said it's the case of Carrie Farber because I'm trying to fool y'all, even though this is like a really well-known case in, you know, true crime, but whatever. Yeah. So Liz Goliar is our murderer, and I'm going to break down how oh we know that. Okay. So first of all, it's pretty interesting that neither Dave nor Liz nor Amy ever saw Carrie, right? Mm-hmm. So, her car, you know, her texts, hang-up calls, no voice, Mm -hmm. emails, but not her actual physical body, right? Correct. Neither had her family, with Mm -hmm. whom she was very close for three fucking years. This includes her 14-year-old son, who she was very close with, obviously. Yeah. Her mother, Nancy, reported her missing just a few weeks after she started dating Dave. Nancy said that around the time Dave started receiving his, you know, text messages, harassing, whatever, she received some from Carrie saying, I'm moving. I can't do this anymore. I'm leaving the state. I've got another job. And they're like, well, what about your son? And she's like, I offered for him to come with me. And he said he didn't want to. And he's like, I never fucking said that. Like, What is going on? She also on point texted her mother and asked her to allow someone into the home To pick up Carrie's furniture. Which she said I've sold this online. Can you please let this person in to buy it. This was a fucking. um, Furniture set from her great grandmother. And her mother was like. She would never sell this. But Carrie sent them a check. uh, Like a photo of the check for $5,000 from the buyer. The mother was. Her mother Nancy was like. If you don't call me. So I can hear your voice. I'm not letting anybody into this house. And I don't care what check you have. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Carrie
0: got mean and was like, you're a terrible mother. I never want to see you again. Like, fuck you. Wow. Around this time, Carrie's work also got a weird email saying, you know, I'm quitting. I have a candidate to replace me. I'll send you their information. So we'll get back to these two things in a second. Okay. So the next thing is answering the question why the police towed her car. They did this because she, quote unquote, told her mother it had been stolen. So Nancy reported it stolen. Okay. So the police got it. And when they processed it, they did take some evidence, but they didn't take like anything major. They were like, "It's a stolen car. We'll just like dust for free right. and move on." Right. Yeah. And the car was spotless, like overly clean, kind mm-hmm. of like it's suspicious clean. cleaning. Yeah. Yep. They did find one mint container, like an icebreaker's plastic container, with one fingerprint on it, but
2: okay. they didn't
0: find anything else. They run the fingerprint, and it does not match Carrie. But it doesn't match anybody in their database either. So they're like, okay, well, somebody clearly stole it. They've never been caught for anything before. Here's your the car back. So they give the car back to the family. The family sells the car. Okay. Meanwhile, the police are sort of reticent to, like, formally look for Carrie as a missing person. Yeah, why isn't
1: she being flagged as fucking missing? Because, because of the weird texts? And- they're getting
0: text messages from her cell phone they know she has a history of bipolar and she's an adult so they're like she's allowed to abandon her family if she wants to
1: sucks for them to be like in limbo thinking that is what is happening (laughs) like
0: sucks so it took a long time but nancy finally did convince them so they're not super worried about it but they do make it like official like okay she's a missing person but that's about the level of care they gave it and the other thing is like she's missing in iowa and all of these threatening texts and things are happening in nebraska So it's not like these two police, it's not like they're, they share that kind of information, you know, like Nebraska doesn't know every missing person case in Iowa, you know? Right. So her family was like, something is very, very wrong. She missed her father's funeral. He missed her son's 15th birthday, her brother's graduation. So
1: sad. And they they think their mom's just off like being an asshole texting people weird texts. Yeah. Well, they know. They
0: know, but they can't get any help, right?
1: Right, right, right.
0: So finally, the beginning of the end of all of this was when Liz decided to burn her own house down in an attempt to keep Dave interested in her.
1: And kill her own pets. We have two animal murderers back to back.
0: I know, right? They're, these I people assholes. have a lot in common. so weird, but they have a yeah. lot in common. Um, So Dave was not that in into Liz. And to be honest, just to be plain, it's because she wasn't very smart. She wasn't mm-hmm. like a smart person. And he was like, I don't, I can't be serious with you. Yeah. So this is something to note because all the Facebook posts by Carrie after she physically disappeared are, like, rife with grammatical and spelling errors, which means okay. people were like, this is not like her. Takes this a different tone
1: her. of ling- language. Yeah. Yes.
0: Also, um, Carrie's own son reported that she messaged him and he knew it wasn't her because she was like, hey, little man. And he's like, my mother has never called me little man once in my life. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so when, you know your parents and what they would or would not say. Exactly. Sure. So
0: anyway, that that's kind of an aside. But when the police get to Liz's house as it's burning down, you know, they're like, God, there's multiple points of origin in this house. The only prints mm-hmm. on the gas can were Liz's. So they don't have anything concrete, but they're kind of like, we think that she burned her own house down. Yeah. He also didn't have an alibi for the time of the fire, but Amy did. And at this point in the case, she's attempting to frame Amy. So then right. now they're looking into Amy as the person who killed Carrie and burned the house down. And they're like, it definitely wasn't Amy. And we think it was you. Yeah. Amy also had an alibi for the time of the shooting, of Liz's shooting. And it was rock fucking mm-hmm. solid. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, maybe don't try to frame somebody if you don't know where they are. Like, if you yeah. don't know if they have an alibi. And, like, she was home with, like, her entire family. It fell apart pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. So police were like, hmm, this is weird. And then they kind of started to connect the dots on the missing persons and the stalking cases. So when Liz first reported the stalking, police downloaded all of the information from her and Dave's phones. There was nothing on there incriminating, at least at first, because she was a victim. So they weren't doing like a deep dive. They were just looking for like things that Carrie was doing. But once she became a suspect, they took the phone to a pro who was able to recover deleted files Including one that allowed Liz to send text messages from multiple phone numbers.
2: Oh, there it is.
0: Yep. Bingo. This program also allowed her to set the time that the text messages were sent. So that's how they were getting text messages when they were together. Like Liz and Dave. Wow. Yeah, to make it seem like it really wasn't her.
1: That's insane. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because I was wondering, is she sitting there doing this in front of him? No.
0: Nope, uh nope, nope. She did them all ahead of time. Um, I'm sure she did some on her own time, like when she wasn't with him. But when she was with him, she set fucking timers. That's elaborate. Yes. They also later found that on her computer, she set up a VPN, which basically hides your IP address, which Mm -hmm. makes your computer's location invisible. So you can email without Mm -hmm. it being tracked back to you. Okay. Nancy, Carrie's mother, also allowed the police to download her phone information. And they found the text about the furniture, including the text photo of the check for the furniture. It was a check written by Liz Goliar.
2: Bing, 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 bing. But I mean,
0: that is so bold. Again, same yeah. reason. Like, yeah. we're never going to put it together. Yeah. Likewise, remember how I said Carrie's work had been given a reference by Carrie when she quit?
2: Mm-hmm. Her
0: reference was Liz Goliar. Oh, my God. Was like, this woman will take over my job. And the IT department was like, yeah, this woman doesn't have any experience. So they didn't fucking hire her.
1: Yeah. And IT is a kind it. of specialty thing. You need training core. And yeah. Like, you yeah. need
0: to, like, not be dumb. So, anyway. At least yeah, so play it niche. cool. Yeah. And cops are like, okay, this woman is wild and out. Yeah. So they play it cool, but they get Liz to, like, incriminate herself, essentially. Yeah. So they went and they got Carrie's car back from whoever bought it. And they searched it again, this time as a crime scene. And they found Carrie's blood on the passenger seat in the shape Mm -hmm. of a handprint. So they're like, okay, we now have our crime scene. We just need to place her there. So the police decide to lay a trap for Liz. Right. They're like, we have to figure out how to like prove that she was at the crime scene. So they tell Liz, like, we know you want us to arrest Amy. We know it seems like there's enough evidence, but there's just not like, we need to have her confess not only to shooting you, but to killing Carrie. Yeah, the whole nine yards. Yeah, and by the way, they determined that she was spending between 40 to 60 hours a week doing this. Liz, This is
2: a full-time job. Does it's she like, have another oh, job?
0: Yeah, I think she was just working, sleeping, and doing this. Like, that is literally, like, her whole wow. life was just this.
1: Really big time commitment. <laughs>
0: right. It's insane. Police tell her that. And so, she, all of a sudden, this is when Liz starts getting those emails from Amy. Suddenly, mm-hmm. Amy wants to email her all this information, you know, confessing to the shooting. Mm-hmm. so then police are like dave can you move back in with amy like we're a little afraid for her because of liz like they let him in on it they're like p.s it's liz who's doing all of this okay and we casually think she killed, hey. yeah yeah exactly and we think she killed carrie and dave's like holy fuck they're like so if you can go live with amy to like offer her some protection but honestly the cops also wanted to send liz over the edge
2: yeah and having yeah. these okay. two move
0: back in together definitely did that's so that's conniving and smart it really is fucking cops so she calls the police again liz and she's like why are you not arresting amy like she admitted to shooting me and that's when they're like well we need a confession that she killed carrie all of a sudden liz starts getting these emails from amy detailing how she murdered carrie and cops tell her like we have to have some proof like something that only the killer would know so amy quote-unquote writes these emails saying that Carrie was stabbed to death in her car and then identifies her with a yin-yang tattoo on her ankle, which is something the public did not know about. So they're like, well, she was murdered in her car because we have all of her blood in there. Yeah, And her mother uh, said, yeah, she had a yin-yang tattoo. (sighs)
2: So
0: finally, cops are like, hey, Liz, we know that you're emailing yourself this. um, So we're going to go ahead and arrest you. Oh, my God. So, when they go to trial, it starts out as a largely circumstantial case. Like, they don't really have anything because they definitely don't have Carrie's body, right? Right. So, the fingerprint in the car on the mint bottle was definitely Liz's. But that's not a lot. And she could always say, like, well, Amy framed me. She put it in there. Like, she got it from me somehow. You know, whatever. But also, when they searched Liz's house, they found a a shower curtain that matched one that had been bought using Carrie's bank card three days after she was last seen. And they also found a few items that had been taken from Carrie's house, including a video recorder, which had a video on it of Carrie about a week before she went missing, saying that somebody had vandalized her car, which was probably Liz. Mm -hmm. So these are like her trophies, you know, but it's still not a lot. And you definitely can't prove murder with that. Right, right, right. So cops have their IT guys working overtime, right? So they've got, because yeah. this was largely done electronically. like most Yeah, of complicated stuff to retrieve. Right. So they've yeah. got Nancy's phone. They've got Dave's phone. They've got Liz's phone. They've got Amy's phone. They've got all the computers. And they say to Dave, like, okay, we don't have enough evidence. Like, are there any other electronics that he allowed Liz to use? And yeah. it takes him a really long time. He's like, oh, my God, I have an old tablet that had mm. an SD card in it because apparently people in the midwest use androids which is like whatever but <laughs> just kidding rory has one too um yeah, but anyway. no, it's,
1: it's the same same my husband is uh
0: very Android? loyal oh, yes yeah, i mean, dumb. i know i hate apple like just generally but like right. phones are way more convenient
1: i i uh yeah it's a long-standing corporate brand beef we have i think yeah it's dumb. me and it's, rory too whenever, That's so whenever i pick up his phone and try to use it it's like It's insane. It's It's very hard.
0: To me, it's like using a PC, which I also, I can, but I'm like, why? Anyway, (laughs) So anyway, regardless, there's an SD card in there. So in this case, Android comes through because this SD card had also been used by Liz in one of her phones, and there was info on it. So the IT team searches it, and they go way deep. They pull up photos, and these photos are fucking disturbing. They show what experts later testified were photos of decaying flesh specifically a foot with a yin yang tattoo on
2: it oh
1: my god is that like a trophy for her just exactly cause she, that's because she never sent that to anyone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: there was also another photo of decaying flesh with a chinese symbol uh, a tattoo with the chinese symbol for mother on it and carrie's mother confirmed that she had that same tattoo which also ps like don't do that i understand that carrie was like a child of the 90s don't do that anyway so this is what nailed Liz to the wall and finally in 2017 five years after this shit all started she was convicted of murder and given life in prison for the murder of carrie plus 18 to 20 years for the arson of her own home yeah she is a diehard narcissist she's just like the other chick where she's just like constantly it wasn't me i didn't do it she's like angry in her yeah agency, she's like, yeah fucking pissed. like how dare wow. you like think just that like I did this. just
1: like victoria
0: they're like peas in a pod yes they really are a so, narcissistic pod a terribly narcissistic pod okay so i have a couple more notes just because this case goes on forever no okay, no worries it's gonna a patreon um, yeah so anyway like i said to this day she claims that she's innocent and carrie has never been found because liz is never gonna give up where she dumped her and if she did in fact have her thrown away in the trash she'll never be found because bodies that go to the dump are like never fucking found
2: correct yeah
0: second during all of this liz had a boyfriend
2: what yeah and she lived with him for a lot of this time what the Fuck, why? I have so many
1: questions. She's obsessed with Dave. Like, her whole life is committed to being obsessed with Dave. So she's obviously not that into this boyfriend. Oh,
0: she's not at all. But this guy, like, loved her. He treated her super well. He bought her things. He was so (laughs) nice to her. This is a twist I did
1: not expect.
0: Right? And she just shit all over him. He finally left her. Like, but after her house burned down, she moved in with this boyfriend. And then he finally broke up with her and she got, like, an apartment. But, yeah, it was, like, crazy. well, but nuts. Okay. That is nuts. But here's the last thing that's like so insane and I'll make this quick because I know this has been long. When Liz was 22 she had her first child. She ended up a- dating a guy when the baby was little. She was not with the father of the child. Yeah. This son that she had was apparently a really unhappy baby. He was like colicky maybe. He was always crying. He was very challenging and Liz's mother would like help take care of the baby. Liz would mm-hmm. take care of the baby. Her boyfriend would take care of the baby. Her mother came over to babysit one day, and the baby was already down for for a nap, and noticed he was super quiet. She finally went in and checked on him, and he was dead. So it's a long story that I'll cut to the chase. Liz's boyfriend, who had developmental delays, by the way, like fairly severe ones, was blamed for the murder of the baby. And he was blamed like accidental because he was like, oh, yeah, I tossed the baby up in the air and catch him. Like, maybe I did it too hard. Okay. But later on, he also said, well, Liz told me the day before that she dropped the baby. (gasps) So but at the time, like he was grilled in an interrogation room with no lawyer for like eight hours. And he finally.
2: Oh, my God.
0: So fucked. Right. Awful. But a big part of his conviction wasn't that confession. It was a bunch of letters that he wrote to Liz from prison admitting to what he did and asking her to cover for him
2: yeah
0: and his family was like the things he was writing and the like way that he was writing he's not smart enough to do this like he's not able to write these letters doesn't fit with yeah or come up with this plan for her to say she dropped the baby like so now it's thought that liz fucking killed her baby because they all said everybody her own family they were like oh she was so happy after her baby died Like, it was like she had a new lease on life. That is an unusual Uh, reaction. Yeah. Very unusual. So, it's now thought, like, he only did, like, eight years because it was deemed to be, like, accidental, you know? right, right. But he still has this on his record.
2: (gasps) And we're all pretty
0: sure that she fucking killed this baby and framed him. Especially since that's kind of her thing. And then did like, the letters and like yeah, yeah that total track like,
1: tracks with her MO. Probably
0: told him, like, write me letters and write your name far at the bottom. Like, leave mm-hmm. a lot of space. And then she yep. fucking finished them. You know, like wow. God knows. So, anyway, that's just the little cherry on top of this book Oh my up fucking god, story. she killed
1: animals, she killed a baby, she like yeah, she killed holy a woman shit. and a oh, whole lady. A whole, yeah.
0: The last thing I want to say is that Dave and Na- and Nancy, so Carrie's mother and Dave they go around together and they go on talk shows. And he said that he's dedicated to like spreading the word about how wonderful Carrie was because he felt like responsible for what happened to her. And so mm. he's tried to keep her memory alive. So,
1: I mean, it's not
0: Dave, but you just happened uh, to meet this one really, you know, bananas lady. Yeah. Yeah. So she's in prison forever, but she's like staunchly denies having anything to do with any of this. She was the victim. Blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. So,
1: okay pretty
0: fucking wild right Ooh, yeah, yeah these cases are a doozy yes those were fun i hope everybody enjoyed those yeah um this actually didn't run that long but let's just get no. through it uh so we can say goodbye to everybody and let everybody go about their day having mm-hmm. listened now that their lives are enriched by these stories <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, Thanks again, everybody, for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for all the positive feedback about the new format of the show. I think everybody's happier with it. Um, Mm -hmm. I know I am. And based on the ratings and reviews and feedback we've
1: been getting, you guys
0: are too, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, it's Um, great. It's nice to get more in depth into certain things. And my case for part two, I was just telling Cindy before we started recording that it's like one of the worst things I've ever known about um most brutal things i've ever read so i'm glad i have more time (laughs) to get into that mine's a little more pedestrian
0: but i mean it's still a stolen identity murder so it's definitely interesting um it's not like this one though so i wanted to i wanted to start strong um anyway tell all your friends tell your family tell everybody who likes true crime to listen to us give us shout outs where you can we love you we appreciate you and uh until next week or next case whatever
2: (laughs) two (laughs) days from now yeah (laughs) Uh, stay (laughs) off our (laughs) oh i should save that for halloween bye